Year after year after year, I hear people tell me that they do not want to pay large subscription fees or for memberships to be able to get access to content related to safety. So me and my friends here at Safety FM have come up with an idea called Safety FM Plus. This is a video streaming service that allows you to have some downloadable document content available readily wherever you are. You can go to the website safetyfmplus.com or go to the Apple Store app and download it for your iPhone, iPad, or even Apple TV. It's also available on Android and Android TV, Roku, and Fire TV. We want to be wherever you are. So to get you started, you can come to the website or download the apps as we just discussed. The other great portion about this is that if you sign up right now at safetyfmplus.com, you will get a downloadable version of Simple Revolutionary Acts, the first book by Dr. Todd Conklin as part of your membership to get into this. So go right now to safetyfmplus.com to find out more information. That is safetyfmplus.com. This, this, this show is brought to you by Safety FM. The following program is rated MALSV. It contains strong language, sexual situations, and violence. It is intended only for mature audiences. Finally, show with the balls to call it like it is. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Countdown to audio torture. The Rated R Safety Show starts in three, two, one. Ah, let the eardrum pain begin. Forget the corporate bullshit. This is the Rated R Safety Show with your host, Dr. Uh, it doesn't matter who the host is. Well, welcome and welcome and welcome back to another edition of the Rated R Safety Show. Today's Wednesday, October the 7th of 2020, day 281 of the year, and only, only, only 85 days left to go. Anyways, how are you? Hopefully you're enjoying this fantastic Wednesday so far. Currently 12.01 in the afternoon Eastern Standard Time, just in case if you're hanging out with us on the East Coast of the U.S. And of course, it's much later in the day if you're listening to us via safetyfm.uk. Anyways, we are coming to you live from the Safety FM studios in Orlando, Florida, and we are streaming across the multiverse of Safety FM. And you know what that already means, safetyfm.com, safety.fm, safetyfm.tv, and of course, the different thousands of different platforms that were available on. You could be listening to us via podcast, or you could even be taking a listen to us via the radio station. The preferred method. Anyways, you have some different options there available. If you want to come out, hang out, and see what I look like and what the hell I'm doing, you have that option too. I don't know why you would take that option because it's kind of silly. Anyway, so today we're talking about everything that's going on inside of the world of news. 
We're going to start off with the trends because, you know, that's what we do day in and day out. So let's talk about what's trending. And, of course, with it already being Wednesday of the week, we're going to talk about what's trending inside of the book categories. So going from the very bottom to the very top, let's take it from the very bottom and let's go up into the fiction category and go from there. Vince Flynn, Total Power, number five. Next to Last Stand, number four. The Evening and the Morning, number three. Coast to Coast Murders, number two, and the top book in the fiction category, The Book of Two Ways. And that's currently number one in the fiction category. If you're looking into the nonfiction category, let's go about it. Number five, Taste is number five. Number four, Killing Crazy Horse. Killing Crazy Horse? Okay, at number three, Blackout. Number two, My Own Words, Ruth. Bader Ginsburg. And then at number one, Rage. That is number one in the nonfiction category. So if you're looking for some books to look at, that's what you got right now going inside of here whatsoever. Anyway, so how are you? I mean, very important stuff. How are you doing today? Some fantastic things going on so far this week, at least so it seems like, um, just in case. So, as we go through, just in case if you're new to the show, haven't hung out with us before, let me tell you what I'm about to do here. I'm about to give you news from some reputable news people, and then we're going to come back. You and I are going to get to hang out and talk about what's going on inside of the world of news with a little bit of my nonsense tied into it, because that's how we do it. Duh. And so then we'll move forward from there. So before I get too long-winded at the very beginning, let's get you into some feature story news. Story news in London. I'm Benji Hire. Belgium is reversing course on COVID-19 prevention measures just weeks after announcing a relaxation of the rules. Under the leadership of a new Prime Minister, all bars and cafes will close in Brussels from Thursday for a month to limit the spread of the virus, with around one in seven currently infected in the city. Tony Waterman has more from the Belgian capital. Experts believe the virus has been spreading, particularly among young people, in these locations. The new prime minister, Alexander de Croo, called the surge in new infections worrying and very serious. Belgium recorded a 57% spike in new infections in the last week. Hospitalizations also jumped by a quarter, and medical experts are now warning of an imminent spike in deaths. Protests in Kyrgyzstan have continued for a third day as opposition forces fail to unite around one single leader. President Surinbay Zhenbekov claims he has the situation under control, but experts say that Kyrgyzstan is once again on the edge of chaos. Glina Polanskaya is following the story from Moscow. President Zhenbekov's press secretary says he remains in the capital and is doing everything to take control of the situation. On Tuesday night, crowds tried to rob banks and shops in the capital, Bishkek. They were stopped by so-called neighborhood watch units formed by local residents. Meanwhile, Kyrgyzstan's parliament has nominated former lawmaker Sadir Japarov as interim prime minister, although the self-proclaimed People's Coordination Council refused to recognize him. Russian President Vladimir Putin said that he was concerned about the unrest and hoped the conflict would be resolved peacefully. A court in Kenya has found two men guilty of helping Islamist militants to attack a shopping mall in 2013. At least 67 people died in the assault by al-Shabaab on the Westgate shopping centre in the capital Nairobi. 
The leadership of Greece's neo-Nazi party has been convicted of running a criminal organisation following a trial lasting more than five years. Golden Dawn won 18 parliamentary seats in 2012 as the country was battered by a financial crisis. The UK could boycott the 2022 Beijing Winter Olympics over the treatment of Uyghur Muslims in China. London is also considering imposing sanctions on Chinese officials responsible for repression. China denies human rights abuses of the Uyghurs in the Xinjiang province. But the UK's Foreign Secretary Dominic Raab says he won't rule out a boycott of the Games over this issue. Generally speaking, my instinct is to separate uh, sport from uh, diplomacy and politics, but there comes a point where that may not be possible. I would say let's gather the evidence, let's work with our international partners, let's consider in the round what further action we need to take. Mr Raab stopped short of describing China's treatment of Uyghur Muslims as genocide. From bureaus worldwide, this is FSN. This show is almost as enjoyable as hearing the sound of the toilet flush. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. We at Safety FM are not responsible for what this idiot behind the microphone is saying. He is trying to be entertaining. Rated R Safety Show. Let's see. A lot of interesting things going on inside of the news as we talk about it. As you already know, that's what exactly does end up taking place. Oh, just in case if you're watching on the video, yeah, rocking the safety socks today. Yeah, that's for sure. You know, there there has been a rumor. Yeah. Uh, well, I don't know. I don't know if it's a rumor. Maybe it is a rumor. Or if not, let's make it a rumor. Safety sucks too. Maybe that's a rumor. Maybe there's a sequel to this thing. Anyways, this is a, a book. If you have not taken a read of it or a listen to it by the our own in-house hop nerd, Samuel Goodman. Yeah, that's Safety Sucks. If you do get a chance, pick it up if you haven't done so already. Great book. Great little read. Um, does Definitely gives you some insights of what's going on inside of the world of safety, especially if you're starting off and want to take a listen to some of that stuff or take a read of exactly what's going on. Anyways, let's get into some of the news of what's going on inside of the world today, because I always think that those things are important. Sometimes we tend to forget on how important some of these things are. So let's take it from the very top. And of course, we start off with stories. Sometimes they're not the greatest stories, but there are things that are going on. Three people were killed and another injured after a stairwell collapsed in Houston, Texas. The injured worker was taken to a local hospital as is in stable condition, according to the Houston Fire Department. The collapse occurred on Monday afternoon as crews were working on the building. So, you know, we had to bring this up right off the bat as we were having the conversation because, you know, we talk a lot to safety bros and we want to have that conversation and understand that because... When you look at this and you hear this, especially if you're in the in the construction side of the house here, how do you look at this? I mean, let's look. Let's be realistic. It's a catastrophic event, but how do these things happen? And of course, there's a lot of conversations that come about, and there's a lot of things to think about. And I don't want to harp on people, especially people that are passing away and people that are injured currently. But how does this end up happening? How do these things occur inside of these work environments? And there's a lot of stuff to think about for sure. I don't want to limit it to one way. But what do you think when you hear this? And when we start talking about bids and bidding on things, do you feel, yes, it's a feelings question, that people are going directly into the lowest bid? Or do they look at the quality of work? Or do they look at recordables? 
incident rate, things along those lines, based on the company that they're choosing. I'm just asking the question to ask, and I'm not going to turn around and say that I'm asking for a friend because I'm actually asking for you. How do you look at this stuff? Of course, it's definitely a conversation. We don't like to see anything along these lines happening, but it is a portion of the conversation that needs to be discussed. So how do you look at this? How do you go forward? How do you move forward? Because there's too many variables at the same time there. So when you hear about incidents like this, what is the first thing that you look at? Do you look at violations? Do you look at the people that were injured? Do you look at the people that died? Because let's be realistic. What we're forgetting here, that's the important portion, is somebody has died. Three people have died, to be exact, and one was severely injured. What was the cause? And let's not go into root cause. Let's go into what was the cause that everything occurred, because that's going to be the important portion here. Anyways, think about that for a moment as we move forward. Oops, what did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Okay, let's talk about it. A bear broke into Colorado mom's car last week in search of food, leaving behind some hair, mud, and scratches. Jerrica McKenna told the local Fox station that she went into her vehicle and discovered it had been ransacked, presumably by a local bear named Cinnabon. Really? Cinnabon? Cinnabon. Okay, the bear obviously was well-known in the community and got away with a packet of ramen noodles, a couple of bottles of water, and some children's toys. McKenna said that she was happy that no one was injured, and the raid is... (laughs) Oh, my God. And this acts a good reminder to lock up your car front door and not leave food in it. Okay. Let's be realistic here. How the hell does the bear have a name? And why isn't it Yogi? Let's start off with that. And number two, ramen noodles is considered food? Hey, I'm just saying I did live through the college experience at one point, too. Okay, ramen, don't get pissed off that I said something like that. But think about it. Ramen noodles? Food? Water? I mean, water I get. The ramen noodles thing I'm kind of confused about. That's for sure. A lot of strange things there. Anyways, let's continue. Hurricane Delta hit Category 4 status on Tuesday morning. The storm intensified overnight from having 80 miles per hour winds to 130 mile per hour gust winds. And it is expected to strengthen even more as it moves into the Gulf of Mexico, according to the U.S. National Hurricane Center. The storm is expected to hit the Yucatan Peninsula today and remain in a powerful storm over the Gulf of Mexico through at least Thursday. When is it that it aims to the U.S. Gulf Coast? Forecasters are predicting that Louisiana will will take the brunt of the storm, but advising everyone along the coastline to be prepared. If Delta makes landfall in the U.S., it will be the 10th storm to do so this season. This would also break a record for storms directly that strike the continental U.S. You know, nothing against Louisiana. And nothing against the southern states, because I would be kind of a hypocrite if I said the southern states suck. But, man, with the amount of hurricane activity this year, something for sure you want to think about and talk about. Like, I think it might be time to move, especially if I'm down in Louisiana territory. At least that's my opinion. I could be wrong, of course. Um, But, I mean, that's a lot lot of things that we have been seeing going and making making it through. Also, on the other side of it, how do you look at this? What does storm preparedness looks like in that area? What is the storm readiness like in that area as well? Duh. A lot of stuff that you would have to plan for and do ahead of time. 
I don't know. Sometimes I look at it and go, maybe it's just time to make a run for the border. Anyways, rain heading towards Northern California will provide some much needed relief to areas that are ravaged by wildfires. Record-breaking hot weather, low humidity, and wind have fueled the fires during this year's historic wildfire season. So far, 31 deaths have been reported and more than 4 million acres have been burned. 16,000 firefighters continue to fight more than 26 blazes. So there you go. A lot of information there for sure as we talk about it. So what do you think as you see this? I mean, we've talked about these 4 million, 4 million. Okay, let's try that again. 4 million issues already with this. So a lot of stuff to go with. A lot of stuff to talk about. So I guess the rain is much needed. Of course, you can't plan for it. At least we think we can't plan for it. I don't know if we're playing some kind of simulation here. You know, that Sims game. Ignore that. But think about it. Four million acres, 16,000 firefighters continue to fight 26 blazes. I don't even know how you plan for an event like that. A lot of weird things going on. Stocks tumbled during the session after showing an intraday strength. The finish mixed on Tuesday. The Dow ranked about 300, sank about 375 points, and the S&P 500 dipped about 47 points as the Nasdaq climbed about 79 points. President Trump declared the discussion revolving around the COVID-19 stimulus deal would be postponed until after November election. Markets reacted sharply as investors realized a slim prospect of seeing additional funding would not materialize anytime soon. Oil prices continue to show a renewed strength on Tuesday as U.S. crude oil futures moved about 3.17% higher to close to $40.67 a barrel. So let's talk about that. And I want to make sure that I tread lightly on this shit, that's for sure. You're telling me that this stimulus package that's been a conversation piece for a few months now is not going to see the light of day of anything else being discussed until after the election. Now let's make sure that we're clear what after the election means. And I'm not picking on any candidate or any party here, but I'm pretty sure. And I'm sure that you're sure that we all know that come November the third, that night or the morning of the fourth, I don't think we're going to have a clear-cut winner, depending on how this works. There's been a lot of conversations about mail-in ballots. Now, I'm no mathematician here, and I'm no genius either, but look at this for a moment. You're not going to have all the ballots back in time, especially if they're mail-in ballots. We kind of know that. So when are we looking at having this discussion once again? Seriously, it's a legitimate question. Because what does after the election mean? Is it after the declared winner? And does the other party have to concede for it to be a declared winner and be able to move forward? Is that after the election? And realistically, are we having the conversation already where it might be a few weeks? Hopefully it's a few days, but do you think it might be a few weeks? I've heard some people go as far as saying that it might be a month. Before we hear anything. So we might need to have a little bit better understanding there to know exactly what that means. 
And it's kind of a weird conversation, especially during a safety show. But the reason that I mention it is because there's people that are out there that are struggling. And we can go into some other weird conversations for sure as we talk about this. But it's something for sure that we need to talk about ahora and not really wait for a long period of time. Anyways, let's continue. Hospitals in Minnesota are being forced to lay off staff, cut departments, and close their doors due to financial losses from the COVID-19 crisis. M Health Fairview Minneapolis based healthcare company is laying off about 900 of its staff and is closing about 16 clinics due to revenue losses tied to COVID-19 crisis. According to a press release, the Better Jameer Pioneer reports that Fairview lost about $163 million in the first half of 2020 and is expected to lose an additional $225 million to $250 million by the end of the year. Other clinics are dropping their oncology, cardiology, and emergency departments. Most services are being transferred to bigger cities' hospitals. So I, I think that there we would definitely have to have a better understanding of exactly how they had a loss. Like, are they having the loss because the people couldn't afford it? Are they having a loss because they have not been paid by the government or by the health insurance providers that were supposedly not going to charge for anything of this related to COVID? I know odd questions, but somebody has to ask them, and sometimes I get to be the person that does so. Anyways, Banana Republic has re-released the RBG iconic ne- collar necklace. Collar necklace? Following the Supreme Court Justice death at 87, the retail company announced that the return of the dissentant collar, but with the name The Notorious Necklace, Ginsburg, who... Received the stylish piece from from the VIP gift bag of Glamour magazine, a woman of the year gala in 2021, once told Katie Couric, it looks like fitting uh, December, thus the name of Descent Color, a previously limited edition release of the iconic Descent Color style necklace flew off the shelves before it even went on sale. The latest accessory has also already sold out. So good. I mean, I guess if you tie the name into it. Seemed like there is a lot of movement going on there immediately. It almost sounded like I was out of breath. Am I out of breath? Shit, I haven't been out of breath since yesterday afternoon or yesterday morning for that fact. Anyways, let's continue, continue, continue. One officer is dead and another is injured after the shootout in Pine Bluff, Arkansas. The officer who was killed and been identified as Kevin Collins a five-year veteran on the force. The injured officer has been identified as Lieutenant Ralph Isaac, who is in stable condition at a local hospital, according to his sergeant. The officers were conducting an investigation at a motel when shots were exchanged between them and a suspect. No other details surrounding the incident were shared. So there you go. A lot of information going on there at this particular moment, but there you go. We're having another conversation once again about shootings. And I think that this is going to be an ongoing conversation. And maybe this is something we need to talk about a little bit more. As you look at it right now, and we have these convos here during the rated R safety show exclusively on safety FM. Do you actually take a look at this and go, okay, this is taking place and this is what we do for gun purposes inside of our org. Or do you look at it and you go, well, we don't really have the conversation and we don't really do much of anything. 
inside of our organization for gun purposes. I only ask because I want to have a better understanding. I'm not asking to be making it a political statement or a political anything. I just want to make sure that we are clear on what exactly it is supposed to be doing. I don't think that those are difficult questions. I think they're important questions as we look at it for sure. Why is that mini picture just showing up? That is the big version. But a lot of stuff there. I mean, what do you think about when we when we talk about this? I mean, there's some things that we have to think about as we go through here and have the conversation about guns. And I know, like, some people do not like having the combo. Anyways, let's continue talking about some other things. Pennsylvania State Police reported a record number of firearm background checks between the beginning of July and the end of September. During those months, the Pennsylvania Instant Check System completed about, ready for this? You ready? Four million. That, that can't be right. Four million. 6,151 background checks, nearly double the amount of, of, of from the same time last year. The highest number to the day of was July the 23rd, when 7,120 instant checks were completed. Somebody has to verify that number for me. I think there's an extra O in there. I'm just saying I could be absolutely wrong. I think 406,151 sounds a little bit better. I think that that was transcribed incorrectly i will double check that and let you know that dozen of protesters gathered in downtown los angeles on monday in front of the lapd headquarters through the re- through the reason remains unknown the tactical alert was issued by the los angeles police department in response of the chaos with mobile field forces being sent to the area to assist officers the tactical alert was issued I already said that the protesters quickly turned violent and tore down barriers, broke windows and set off smoke bombs. The group eventually headed south towards downtown. So a lot of info there. It's not clear which group organized the protest nor What was their message? One arrest was made. That's all we know right now. A lot of strange things going on lately. And I don't, don't get me wrong. I think you could have conversations and, you know, you have your right to assemblies. I don't think that that should ever be reconsidered. But what the hell is going on, man? A lot of strange stuff. A lot of strange stuff. So let's talk real quick about a lot of things going on inside of the world. Let's take the ease movement here and let's kind of go back. Just for a brief second, Price is Right is heading back into production as a redesigned COVID-friendly set, all of its usual rounds, but the first time in nearly, let's see, a 50-year run that it won't be without the rambunctious audience. So this is going to be fun. Unlike some of the entertaining formats, Drew Carey hosted the show and not able to have a virtual audience because it would be impossible to ensure that they weren't looking online to find the actual retail values. Producers say that although it is necessary to completely rebuild the set, they've figured out a way to bring back all 77 games featured on the show. Contestants will be in the studio. So interesting stuff. That's for sure. That is for sure. Have you? Do you watch that show? I used to watch that show quite a bit when I was a kid. When God, Bob Parker, Rob, was it Bob Parker? God, it was a long time ago. I think I've been hit upside the head too many times since then. It's something to think about. Anyways, let's go into some slower stuff. Let's talk about the slow brew. Yeah, I said that. Slow brew. Okay. <laughs> 
A good strong cup of coffee after a poor night's sleep is a kickstart for many people needing it in the morning, but research suggests that it would be better to eat breakfast first. A study found that drinking coffee first thing can be a negative effect to your blood sugar control, a risk factor for diabetes and heart disease. Universe of Bath researchers determined that consuming coffee before eating dramatically throw off your glucose metabolism and your mood. But drinking any liquid after food consumption facilitates digestion and prevention of constipation. Well, shit, I'm glad you're not constipated if you're doing this, if you're doing it in that way. These parameters are further influenced by sleep quality. They concluded that a true rule follows. If you haven't had a good night's sleep or a good rest, save your coffee until after breakfast. I don't know what to say if I'm in a hurry to have coffee first thing in the morning, but usually make one for the drive to the coffee shop. Okay, I'm not sure how safe it would be to put me in charge of a toaster before I've had my cup of coffee. How about if it's just the order first of however the hell you want to do it? Rated R Safety Show. Sarcastic? Never. Listen to our host of the Rated R Safety Show. Self-implode on our airwaves only on Safety FM. Okay, no kittens, no kittens. What? An animal expert says that your cat is fully capable of being, well, a copycat. Claudia Fagaza, yeah, an animal behaviors Budapest Otovo's Lorand University partnered up with a Japanese dog trainer to do research. Here's what they learned about cats' conditions or cognition, better saying. Not only can a cat learn to do a few tricks, but they can learn the concept of imitation. And according to her, so far, only apes, dolphin, killer whales, and parrots have shown they can imitate humans. What action was able to, to do that the cat was able to mimic. She trained to lay down, stand up, spin around, touch a wobbly toy, open a drawer, bite a rubber a rubber string. They can they even learned how to follow follow the lead and then she raised her right hand and touched a box. And then when she was able to bend down and rubbed her face against the box. Okay, news flash, news flash real quick. This cat was going to do that anyways. So I don't really know if that's anything that they were taught, and yet no one has ever found a way to teach a cat how to take a pill. That's another thing. And then my cat imitates me quite often whenever I'm totally bored and disgusted with with the whole world, for example. I think my cat does that all the time. But don't we know that cats imitate things all the time? Don't we already know that they actually do some things for you that we don't expect? I don't know. Maybe that's a whole other conversation. You are listening to a radio god. What? This has to be an error. That host is not a radio god. Anyways, this is the Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Okay, emojis in motion. Emojis in motion. Here we go. Apple has updated a face with a medical mask. Emoji for the new iOS 14.2 operating system, making it look a little bit more cheerful in effort to show wearing a mask is not a bad thing. But up until now, the emoji was exasperated, downturned eyes. They looked a bit sorry for itself. Now that the face can only has a cheerful blushing cheeks, but the happy eyes are simply they have like an ongoing face covering with a smile. The iOS 14.2 is currently in beta stage. 
and it is expected to be released in October, maybe early November. Please tell me they're not also making one with the noise with their nose sticking out because you see a lot of people doing that shit. Maybe that's the next one. Who knows? A lot of stuff to talk about there for sure. But anyways, let's continue down the path here. And let's go into this one. How often should you change it? Do you ever sit around and ask this question? Maybe you should if you don't. How often should you change it? Sheets. Bedding should be washed at least once every two weeks. Willingly, if you sweat a lot at night, and if you're sick and down with the flu, she should be washed immediately, or if you drool a lot. Yeah, they should be changed all the time. Or if you do a lot of activity that you're sweating on the sheets. Toothbrush. Every three to four months, sooner if the bristles are look a little bit worn out, or if your store is near, or if you store it next to the toilet, that might be another good reason to switch out your, your toothbrush. Bath. Loofah. <laughs> yeah, I said loofah. But yeah, your bath loofah can be, imagine the bacteria that that thing's had. If you have a natural loofah, you should, um, well, let's see, you should swap it out every three to four weeks. If you use a plastic one, you can get out of it probably once every two months. Kitchen sponge every week. Researchers have found the bacteria that can be found on foodborne disease stay on a sponge and scrubbers, even if they've been cleaned in a microwave or boiling water. So think about changing that on a weekly basis. Dish towels, every time it's used, bacteria grows in it even rapidly. Hello, paper towel. Yeah, I said that. Yoga mat, good news. You don't need to replace it on a regular on a regular basis as long as you clean it properly, at least until, you know, a new must-have color or style is invented. Yeah, I said that. Contact less cases every three months in order to prevent infections, and then makeup brushes about every three months or needed when you notice that lost bristles, discoloration, or an unusual cell less often in a pandemic. Because, you know, you're not doing shit anyways with makeup. At least I don't wear a lot of makeup during that time. Anyways, let me tell you this. I normally don't go into a lot of local stuff. At least I try to avoid it. But let's talk about the weird stuff going on in the world of Florida. Because you know that we have some strange things down here. The city of Lakeland, Florida is selling its swans. Oh, don't get confused here. According at least some of them. According to a local report, overpopulation and some becoming a problem in Lake Morton, the swans' homes. City officials estimate that there are about 80 swans there. The city is expecting to sell them between 16 and 20 of them to get the flock to go where it needs to be. It doesn't help that the cost the city about $10,000 a year in feed and care for them. So if you want a Florida lakes, a Florida Lakeland swan, you can pick one up. There you go. If you're interested in that stuff. And if you're interested in it, God, I have a unicorn that I can sell you as well. A lot of weird stuff going on today. Anyways, let me get into this. And, uh, you know, sometimes we have to share some things that I don't love talking about. And this is the case right now with this one. Uh, yesterday, if you did not hear, I will share with you now, and I'm probably going to get in trouble for doing this, just so you know, the legendary rock guitarist, Eddie Van Halen passed away on Tuesday at Santa Monica hospital with his brother and wife at his side. Eddie was, let's see, trying to make sure I don't mess this up. Eddie's son confirmed the news via Twitter. His father had lost his long and now hard fight with cancer with throat cancer to be exact tell you van halen was a, a was a group that i that i listened to for a long period of time 
They provided a lot of escapes when I was a child. And I will tell you, I know that from a video standpoint, I am not supposed to do this. But sometimes in life, you just have to say, fuck it and go with it. Eddie Van Halen, may you rock in peace. Don't Don't go go anywhere. You're listening to the home of real safety talk. You are listening to Safety FM. We'll be right back. This is Figer's Law. Here we go again. The Republicans are standing firm against raising the minimum wage. They say $15 an hour is too much to pay anybody. And that's not all. They say if you believe in paying a decent minimum wage, then you're a socialist. They say if you believe in eliminating the fear of going broke because of health care costs, you're Bernie Sanders. How come it's always the wealthiest among us who are against paying a decent wage or providing adequate health care insurance? A living wage and adequate health care insurance are so basic to a civilized society that it's incredible that we're the only country in the Western world that doesn't provide for them. Remember, if you don't stand for something, you end up standing for nothing. This is Figer's Law. We at Safety FM are not responsible for what this idiot behind the microphone is saying. He is trying to be entertaining. Rated R Safety Show. So I have to tell you, if we did not do the Addie Van Halen aspect and playing a tribute to him, I would not felt that I was being true to myself today. So that's how that happened. I'm sure I'm going to get some some heat for that because that's how these things happen. And that's just kind of the way the cookie crumbles sometimes. Anyways, he was 65 at the time of his passing. And very, inf- very important and influential into the industry of rock and roll. If you're not taking, if you have not partaken in some of the great songs that are there with Eddie Van Halen, we will be doing a tribute show to Eddie Van Halen on the radio station. So we'll let you know when that's coming up, and we'll be doing that. One, make sure that you're able to take a listen to it. Come in and hang out with us as we do that. 
And the, the interesting part is we were talking about it already from the very beginning when we were originally announced the class. But on Saturday, we are doing our Hop 101 class, and we were already paying tribute to David Lee Roth because it's David Lee Roth's birthday that day. So that's going to be interesting, especially with this going on. It's a kind of a weird time on all this stuff going on for sure. Anyways, let's continue on with some of the stuff that's going on inside of the world of the news. And let's talk about the, some of the stuff that's going on inside of the world of the swamp. By the way, Sheldon Primus, thank you for the messaging that you're saying. Sorry that I was not talking about it at the time that you, <laughs> that you were mentioning. <laughs> but the last one's definitely interesting. I remember the first time hearing this, freaking out in high school. Did, I thought it said you were high at high school. Maybe I misunderstood. Anyways, let's talk about it. Joe Biden said that he would take the Supreme Court out of the equation to ensure the legal access to abortion. He would make it in the law of the land through the legislation passed by Congress. So there, there you go. Some interesting stuff going on inside of the world of politics. Thanks. Thanks for agreeing with me. Um, worth noting, Joe Biden says that he's Catholic. Also worth noting, uh, Catholic Catholicism, paragraph... 2,271 states it's, since the first century, the church has affirmed the moral evil in ever-produced abortion. The teaching has not changed and remains unchallengeable. Direct abortion in that it so say abortion while willed either at the end means or is gravely contrary of moral law. Boy, boy, oh boy. What an interesting world of time of stuff that we got in going on. Anyways, I get so bored talking about politics that you know what? I'm just going to skip it because I hate talking about it. I really do. I really do hate talking about it. Let me tell you about the lottery real quick. No wonder for Saturday night's Powerball drawing. Tonight's drawing will be for a $52 million jackpot. So anyways, let me tell you about something that happened yesterday. So let's go into that. Here is our main story on the Rated R Safety Show. So let's talk about this real quick. You and I have this discussion, regardless of whichever show you listen to me on, that are my shows. Let's be that. Let's talk about that. I do not do scripted. If we're going to do an interview that you and I are going to have a conversation, I do not script. I do not have a whole segment pre-set up on having a script ready on what we are going to discuss where I can go per batum, here's my question, here's my answer, here's my question, here's my answer. Now, not for me! That's not what I do. So yesterday I had this opportunity on being on a show that was talking to people that were LinkedIn influencers. I don't think I fall into that category, but I was invited on anyways. But I had to push back that interview originally because I was supposed to do it about a month ago. But something happened to one of my daughters. They were ill. I was unable to make it. Just how sometimes things end up happening. So I got invited onto the show. Cool. They said, take a listen to what we do. That way you know. So I get to the show, and apparently you're supposed to be in the green room at first. So hanging out in the green room, and then the host shows up. And they give me the questions they're going to ask, which I thought was kind of weird. Because I talk about all the time that I do not do scripted questions. And they said, here's question one. What would your answer be? I was like, that's kind of strange. So I gave him my answer. Oh, no, 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 no. That's not how we like our answers. We want our answers to sound like this, 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 and this. So what's your answer? I gave them the same answer. They didn't like the answer. It said, well, why don't you write it down? Well, why am I going to write it down? I don't like scripted. So I play along for a moment and take a listen and go, okay, cool. 
and I write it down via computer. They go to question two. And then they say, here's the question. What's your answer? I give my answer. And they turn around and say, well, it sounds like you haven't prepared for this interview. What? I don't do scripted. I don't do scripted. If you want me on your show, or if you want to come on to one of our shows, I don't script. Because it's pointless. If I wanted to sound like a robot, I already have a program that can do that. So I told them, I was like, I tell everybody on my shows, I don't script. You can script. I don't script. This is not going to be good for you or I. I can already tell you by the way that this is going. That this is not going to move forward and it's going to end terribly for both of us. They did not like that. I said that they felt like I was wasting their time and that's perfectly fine. I will. I will tell you. You can tell me we want to talk about X, and that's okay. Tell me what you want to talk about, but do not send me a script. Do not ask me question by question and expect me to do it, because I will tell you, if we do that game where you're sending me a script, I will dress up in a way that you don't want me to dress up to show up just to do it to throw you off on a video segment and not answer anything that I wrote just to be a jackass. So scripted is good for some. I normally try to come prepared on however fashion is possible. Hello, but hello, building Olympia. And I come prepared however is possible for us to have an organic conversation. And I, it's okay if you want to have a scripted show. It's just not for me. So there you go. A lot of interesting stuff going on just as we speak. So, what do you think? Do you like scripted shows? Because I think that most of the time they just sound kind of fake. But that's just my opinion. I could be absolutely wrong. Some people love that stuff. And what I like is for us to have a genuine conversation. Because here's the thing. If I ask you something and you give me a real answer, it feels like a real answer. If not, it becomes one of those strange conversations where it goes, oh, well, hold on. Oh, yes, I remember this. On March 13th of 2020, we did this. So there you go. I don't know. It just doesn't make sense to me. Sorry about going off on that, but I think that it's very important for us to even have that conversation because I want you to know at the end of the day, our conversation should be as real as possible. You and I should be able to interact and have a true conversation. That's why we do the interview show on the Jay Allen show. And schematics or however semantics or however you want to call about it. Skeletons are cool. Talking about general outlines. I want you to talk about safety. There you go. Not that hard. Anyway, something to think about. That's my opinion. And you take it for what it's worth. Oops. <laughs>
What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. More sarcasm than a Mortal Kombat beatdown. Rated R Safety Show. You are listening to something magical. <laughs> You're listening to the Rated R Safety Show. Okay, so let's talk about some other stuff going on inside of the world today. So let's give you some bits and facts and twists and all that kind of fun stuff, because that's what we need to talk about. So if we need to talk about it, let's go from there. Let's give you some whack facts, because you already know that it's Wednesday, so we normally refer to it as Wacky Wednesday. So let's take it from the top. There are about 500 species of fish capable of producing electricity. Yes, I said 500. You are 10 times more likely to be injured while fishing than at an amusement park. Think about that. I didn't say a carnival. Oh, yes, I didn't say a carnival. Oops, hold on. Oops, what did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Okay, back. A gun with a silencer attached sounds about as loud as a car door being slammed. Google, Apple, Disney, and Amazon were all started in home garages. Did I start the show in a garage? Shit, now I don't remember. Um, a hippo call can be heard for about, uh, let's see, about a mile away or 1.6 kilometers. According to experts, the best shaving brush material is made out of badger hair. So there you go. There's some wacky facts for today for Wacky Wednesday. Here you go. Let's give you some of the best of BS. Yes, I said best of BS. BS signs that your doctor may be a little quacky. I know some quacky doctors. Let's go from there. Now you can plainly see the Fisher Price logo on his testoscope. No matter what symptoms are, his remedy are two aspirin and two shots of bourbon every four hours. He keeps checking WebMD on his laptop. A 60-minute correspondent and Phil crew is waiting in his, is waiting in the room. <laughs> you can read his handwriting. She tells you you need to draw blood, then she grabs a piece of paper and a red pen. Ask you for a second opinion. Yeah, ask you for a second opinion. You're about 95% sure that you heard a honking sound during a breast exam. His last name is Oz, and his first name is Phil. (laughs) Performs a whimsical puppet show with the speculum. He has a really big bill. And of course, well, you know, he's not inside of a doctor's office. Oops, what did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Yeah, so I'm going to tell you this. It's a little bit against my, my, my timelines, but let's talk about it. We are, you know, about a month away, a little bit, of, about six weeks, give or take. From Thanksgiving. So let's talk about some unusual Thanksgiving traditions at our house. Bobbling for giblets. Main course, craft dinner and gravy. The Create of Kate Upton mashed potato sculpting contest. After dinner game of road hockey with grandpa's teeth. No dessert until you finish the last year's leftovers. And the post-dinner methane olympics yeah those things do all occur inside of my household so if you want to come by for thanksgiving i will tell you exactly where i live just hit me up in the chat box i'll send it to you personally anyways let's go from there a lot of interesting stuff going on inside of the world here my favorite excuse to drink wine there you go i like it already
So a lot of stuff going on still inside of the world of news. So let's talk about some other things that we have not talked about real quick. So let me tell you about the days of the year. Well, matter of fact, before I tell you the days of the year that you can celebrate today, how about I do this? How about I tell you something that has occurred on this date back in 2003? You ready for this? Back in 2003, Arnold Schwarzenegger is elected governor of California in the recall of Gary of Gray Davis. It is the first time the California governor was successfully recalled. Schwarzenegger won in a landslide, beating Democratic Lieutenant Cruz Bustante by more than a million votes. There you go. A lot of interesting stuff there. Talk about some of the birthdays that you can celebrate that are going on today if you're inside of that kind of fun stuff there. Trent Alexander Arnold, soccer player, 22. Holland Roden, there you go, turns 34. Caitlin the Wrestler turns 34. Charles Woodson, former football player, turns 44. Tony Braxton, you ready for this? 53. Where's the time gone? 53. Simon Cowell turns 61 today. Tico Torres, American drummer for Bon Jovi, turns 67. John Mellicamp turns 69. And I think that's about it. Thomas Kenley, if you're interested in him, turns 85 today. Let me tell you about a couple of my friends here because I have not talked about it, the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. If you have not contacted them, you should do so. National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. You can go to their website at suicidepreventionlifeline.org. There is a chat box available right there if you're interested in talking to someone about what exactly is going on. If you're suffering from depression or you need someone to talk to, that is a phone number you can contact. They will actually be there ready and available to be a be there for you 24 hours a day, seven days a week, chat box available. Currently, they are only able to do things via chat, not via, via phone number. So that's 1-800-273-TALK, 1-800-273-TALK. If you need someone to talk to, they're readily available right there for you to have a discussion with. So just like I said. And then, of course, the other one that we talk about all the time is children that are being exploited and traffic it. You can go to missingkids.org if you want to find out some more information on what happens after an Amber Alert. You can go to that particular website, do some interaction right there, and there's some good stuff and good information that is available for you. Now, right now, they normally do take people to assist with the organization. They're unable to take in new participants, but they're able to take financial donations right now for the time being. The only reason they can't take in new participants because of the limitations because of the pandemic. So if you're interested in actually... Being part of, you can actually jo- you can actually join via financial donation. If you can't do either at the per- at the current moment, they have a lot of good information that's available. So there you go, a lot of good stuff there. You're gonna go troll some more people. Thanks for stopping by. Anyway, so you have a lot of good information right there that you can come ha- hang out and check out as they are right there and readily available. That's missingkids.org for some more general information. So you can come and hang out. Let me continue on with some other stuff going on. Let me give you some slices of BS right now. As the report says, most of us at least have one unfinished to-do list project, according to our spouses. For my wife, it's been that, that way for about 20 years. I'm glad she doesn't listen to the show. Anyways, yesterday was National Noodle Day. Damn, I totally forgot all about it. You know, I forgot about it. Anyways, a survey once found that 10 Americans still listen to cassette tapes. Unfortunately, they didn't stay get a chance to say why because their pager went off at, at the time and they had to try to find a payphone. Yeah, I said that. 
Vladimir Putin is now 68. What do you give the guy who has stolen, robbed, and maimed everything already? Sofia Vergara is once again the highest paid actress on TV. It's not like she has anything all than other TV actresses don't. She's just a lot more of them. Oops. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Okay, let's give you some of this. Here is a little riddle for you for you to think about. Here we go. I have keys, no, no locks. I have keys, but no locks. I have a space, but no room. You can enter, but you can't go outside. What am I? Let's try that again. I have keys, but no lock. I have space, but no room. You can enter, but you can't go outside. What am I? If you're able to answer that inside of the box, I'll give you a free ticket to go to our little event coming up on Saturday. One entry only, though. So don't try to type in a whole bunch of weird shit inside of the box. Let's continue. Let's continue. Oh, you a-hole. Yes, you got it right off the bat. You don't want to come to this, but yes, you got that right. You are a computer keyboard. You got it. Okay, let's get... Wow, you got that, like, right away. Are you looking at my notes? What the hell is going on, man? So, yeah, if you want to show up, I will send you a ticket. I will definitely send you the ticket for it if you want to come hang out with me. Okay. <laughs> I <laughs> I have seas without water, coats without sand, towns without people, and mountains without land. What am I? A map, because if not, he's going to jump in and tell me. And then last but not least, the <laughs> this belongs... Belongs to you, but everyone else uses it more. This belongs to you, but everyone else uses it more. What is it? Do, 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 do. Oh, maybe I can't do, maybe I can't say that. I can't tune that one like that. Think about it for a moment, and I think you're gonna know that it's your name. God, you are I think you're doing Google searches there, my friend. Anyways, let's continue down real quick. People who take more chicken are literally chicken tenders. One of the worst jokes you can use today if you need to. If you need a phone starter for today, here you go. It's customer service weeks. That's the most amazing service you've ever received from a business. You have a big brain. (laughs) Anyways, a lot lot of stuff to think about there. Uh, So if you need to use a question for today... Here's you go. You can do this one at the water cooler. Researchers show that simply doing this can ease your pain. What is it? It's actually saying, ow. Yeah, isn't that pretty simple? So a lot of stuff there to use. And let's talk about the days of the year that you can celebrate today if you're so interested in doing so. So taking it from the very top of the list, balloons around the world day. Bathtub day. International Walk to School Day. That's going to be like down the hallway, most people's houses now. National Flower Day. National Forgiveness and Happiness Day. National Frappe Day. National Kale Day. National Inner Beauty Day. Random Acts of Poetry Day. National LED Lights Day. Team Market Stem Cell and Bone Marrow Registration Day, National Pumpkin Seed Day, and You Matter to Me Day. All days you can celebrate if you're interested in doing so. We haven't talked about this quite a bit, but let's talk about it for sure before we end up getting to the end of the show today. If you haven't done so, I want to reference this. 
I will tell you exactly how I feel, so kind of bear with me as I say this. I don't care who you vote for. But if you haven't registered to vote, please do so. I know time's running out for sure, but you need to be able to do this. If you're in the U.S., we already know the presidential election is coming up next month. But regardless of who your candidate is, who, what party you like or what party you don't like, do that. Go out there and vote. Register to vote if you haven't done so, but vote. It's so important to do that. Do a mail-in ballot. Do an in-person one if you can be in kind of the social distancing world of things. But it's important civil duty to do. Go out and vote. And I know some people always go, well, I don't want to get picked to, to be on a jury and all that other kind of weird stuff that comes sometimes with that. It's still important to do. Get out and vote. That's, that's how you can voice your opinions on what's going on in the world. If you love the president, vote for the president. If you don't, then vote for someone else. It's perfectly fine. I just want you to vote. I don't care who you vote for. Year over year, I say the same thing. Comes a lot because of my family or a good chunk of my family was in the military, and it's something that they fought for, and there's so many participants inside of the military that fight for you to have this right and freedom. So the best that we can do is actually go out and do our civil duty on that. That's the way that I've always looked at it. Anyways, thank you for always listening to what we have going on with the Rated R Safety Show. Because you guys come out and hang out. Anyways, if you're interested in actually attending our event that we have coming up on Saturday, we still have our contest going on. We will be giving away tickets tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow. If you're interested in entering into the contest, go to safetyfm.com forward slash contest. Contest is still running. Less than 24 hours to go. We'll be giving away tickets tomorrow on the air for the contest winners. There you go. A lot of cool stuff there. Thank you for always being the best part of Safety FM, and that is the listener. If I can leave you for a thought for today, here's what I want you to think about. Success comes from having dreams that are bigger than your fears. Think about that. If it wouldn't have been the case, we would have never started this here. You've been listening to the Rated R Safety Show, exclusively on Safety FM, home of Real Safety Talk. Don't worry. I know who you are. You know who I am. Love you. Mean it. Bye. Duh. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the host and its guest and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the company. Examples of analysis discussed within this podcast are only examples. They should not be utilized in the real world as the only solution available as they are based only on very limited and dated open source information. Assumptions made within this analysis are not reflective of the position of the company. No part of this podcast may be reproduced, stored in a retrieval system, or transmitted in any any form or by any means, mechanical, electronic, recording, or otherwise, without prior written permission of the creator of the podcast, Jay Allen.